Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute, the Movies by Minute podcast that analyzes the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan film, Joe vs. the Volcano, one hat toss and minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Tierney Steele. I am your other host, um, who made it through Monday and is back on Wednesday, Jarf. We've got guests today! You may recognize their melodious voices from Monday's episode. Welcome, Liz and George. That's us. Hello! Hello! Thank you for having me on your yacht. It's such, it's so pretty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just really loving this minute. I'm I like love frozen. The sunflowers. <laughs> Isn't this nice? Like, all right, we can't even get to the sunflowers yet. We, we The sun is still up. The music is swelling. The adventure is beginning. This is minute 56, which starts with Joe standing on the boat as it casts off from the dock. And it ends with Patricia telling Joe the name of the boat, which feels like he probably should have noticed it before. But you know what? He did come from the side, I guess. He's been performing tricky kiss cheek kisses. It's true. He was very busy. He's distracted. He also seems confused about the concept of her saying on the Tweedledee, like he doesn't understand that she's saying we're on the name of this boat. That's a really good point. Although if you didn't know you were on a boat called the Tweedledee, like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that it just threw him off for a second. And as soon as she said the name of the boat, he's like, oh, oh God, that makes so much sense. Well, yeah, maybe he's just not super familiar with boats, I guess. Or names. Yeah. <laughs> or the, the concept of being on things. Yeah. The prepositional phrase just throws him every time. There's lots of possibilities here. So why does why does why does Angelica habitually? I don't know. Here's the thing. So Titanic, everyone waves. All sorts of like ship related things, boats. Every time they leave harbor, people wave until they're gone. Why is she doing this? She's not happy with Patricia. She's had a weird, awkward interaction with Joe. She doesn't know what's going on, but she's still. Oh, oh nope! I gotta wave. Hold on, let me wave. See? I love that she, because I did not remember that she waves. I remembered her walking along the dock and putting on her sunglasses because she just looks very cool in that moment. I actually kind of like that she waves because she doesn't really know what to do in this situation. So she's just like, yeah, people wave Boat at leaving. Boats. This is what you do. Yeah. And it's such an awkward, it's such a fake LA Angelica wave too. Like that is not a sincere, have a great trip, bon voyage. That is just a... I mean, it's enthusiastic because she does everything with enthusiasm, but it is a very awkward way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What do you think about the name of the boat being the Tweedledee? I think it's fine. I, I kind of like it. I think it's cute. Like boat names are supposed to be kind of like twee and, you know, fun. Yeah, I'd rather be on the Tweedledee than the Tweedledum. So I'll take that. Well, that's just my thing. The The existence of a Tweedledee implies the existence of a Tweedledum. Yes. Well, when you're rich, you can have naming conventions throughout all of your objects. You know, that's why they have the people with the <laughs> Mach 1, Mach 2, Mach 3 personalized license plates for their stupid fast cars. Actually, you don't have to be rich to be extra and name your stuff because I name all of my stuff. Yeah, I love naming things. Have you ever named matching that? You know, like, we're going to find out. He has two boats. One's the Tweedledee, one's the Tweedledum. They match their, twi you know, it's the same thing. How, do you have a, a naming convention, I guess is how All I should put it. All my stuff just has, it comes, their names come from nerd stuff. Like, my computer is named Rincewind from the Discworld books. 
and my uh your other laptop for, was called Rincewind too no actually or well was that my first ipad was named cortana <laughs> i had something named cortana once what was it my phone is named hester after not hester prin but hester the child Scores no uh lee scoresby's demon from the ah. dark materials trilogy which the uh, hbo series real good Ooh, okay good I have a, oh, no, wait, Cortana must have been, oh, that must have been an old computer because I also had a, an iPad named River Song, or maybe that's my iPad Pro. (laughs) I have a dog named Oswin. Yeah. It's just like nerd pop culture. I had a D&D character named Cortana, but she was a dark elf. She spelled it K-O-R-T-A-N-A. So Cortana. So she was just like the Kardashian version of Master Chief's AI? <laughs> no, she was awesome because she was a dark elf who had awesome mm-hmm. dark elf powers. Yeah, you guys heard me. You know it's true. Didn't expect a Kardashian name drop. <laughs> Gotta admit it. That even though they are in LA, I... That's what I'm here for, guys. Bring in the unexpected me. content. Woo! Just call her Lizzo. That's fine with me. She's going to do all the words to soulmate now. No, I don't know. Absolute silence. No. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> I, in my mind, was like, could we get Lizzo on our podcast? Because I would love to see Lizzo and Jarf have a conversation. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Sex positive Jarf and Lizzo. I feel like that would be fantastic. <laughs> Is there a hashtag we all need to get back behind? DM me, Lizzo. Oh. I can only think of dirty things, so no. Um, <laughs> there is not a hashtag. Oh, well, that doesn't seem like it would bother her. That's true. It would it would bother me having to type it that way. <laughs> it's Jizzo, okay? The first thing my brain oh. thought of was hashtag Jizzo. Oh, yeah, and I was no, like, no, that's actually, bad. Don't I'm say that actually, out loud that's into your gross. microphone. <laughs> I'm not actually sure that's, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Pretty sure I that's should... already in use probably for other things. Hashtag Jizzo. I should have just, <laughs> just let you go with and get out of that you're right (laughs) thank you i would like to escape uh this beautiful live action into the most clearly set that has ever set it in the history of film (laughs) we're going to talk about like symbolism and hat tossing but i just had to call it out because my goodness i mean it's beautiful this set where they're having the conversation about the tweedledee and 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 dinner like it's real beautiful, and I would love to go in and live on it, but it's also so fake. So, so fake. that's the best kind of boat. That's the boat that you can experience but not have it sink or get seasick on, or if you have to go to the bathroom, you can actually get off of the boat. Well, this boat has a bathroom. Steering the boat magically just involves gently holding a steering wheel. Yeah, on smooth seas. I just love that like, they set up the dinner table so they can take turns being in charge. I'm sorry. I've only ever sailed... Uh, Oh, what was it? Is it 17 foot? No, maybe 20. Um, It was not this relaxing because <laughs> you were steering, but also the ropes and there was just a lot happening at any given moment and you could not eat dinner while just gently resting your hand. <laughs> Wait, are they holding the steering wheel while they're eating? No, they're just... So here's the thing is like you can just put a rope on there and drop the sails and just keep going in the same direction. They're just chilling. They're not... I don't think they're like... It's not like a subtle subtext for power play or anything they're just so they i mean they have to have the sunflowers out and then the meal and then the weird glow lantern which i think is just a color balance issue with the film there's not should be green unless they're having a rave no it's the no it's green because that is is like a 
boat signaling lamp. Yeah, on the front for like the for the port side and starboard. Yeah, they've moved it back there for ambiance. Who wants to have a green light while you eat dinner? What are they on, in Labyrinth? <laughs> you don't Maybe they're life? super into the movie Return to Oz. Yeah, which has Could only been be. out for a few years at this point. Could be. Maybe they just really like the color green. Brings out her eyes or something. I don't know. The black pools. I would like to share the story that I shared recently on another podcast about the time I pooped off a boat. No, we don't have to have. We're that. we're aware of your boat pooping tendencies. Are you? <laughs> Yes, actually, you mentioned it last week. Did I? <laughs> yes. Maybe that's the podcast God, I was on. No, I, think I, was I like, would not listen, have I, imagined. I was, listen, why it, is it that whenever you try and record a podcast with me, it was so you're long always ago. repeating stories? Because it was so long ago. And I've only had so many stories. That would make the third time that's been mentioned on a podcast. <sighs> and let's face it. Liz, it is relevant to it is. our movie, at least. Probably more this know? time than last they time. are on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Yep. Those are flippy floppies. <laughs> so what do we think they're eating? Seafood. Literally everything out there right now is seafood. Well, yes, because they are at sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think they're eating? I don't know. Some like sea bass? Out there it's just called bass. It, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was such a dad joke. It like hurt a little bit. We've already established we're well within the dad joke realm as of uh... last episode. <laughs> Yes, he's fo- he's just following the laws of dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. which he must follow because he is a dad. He's contractually obligated upon They the give you a contract child. when your first child is born. Yeah, and yeah. if you violate the contract, they take your child. And his kid's pretty cool. So she is pretty I'd cool. put up with him cuz he doesn't you like, you know. All right. Well, let's not get Rumble Stiltskin involved. Let's backtrack a little bit if that's okay to before the sun sets and dinner begins. Rumpelstiltskin is a Crystal Beth's favorite fairy tale. Recently learned. She likes trickery. We were talking about Angelica's wave, but we did not transition to what results from that wave. Joe, like, goes to do almost the hat tip thing and questions all the choices he's made so far in his he life. He remembers he's not going on a safari. And he remembers the hat looks makes him look like a douchebag. Jar, if you want to chime in with what you think Joe is thinking at this moment <laughs> as he takes off the hat. <laughs> I noticed that you said in sort of our intro, earlier this episode anyway, the symbolism of the hat toss, and, and I, hadn't, I hadn't really dug that deep into it. So I'm very curious, uh, what, what do you have to say about it? Joe throws his hat away. He throws away his old life, and he sails off into the West. Well, he's also sort of tossing off the, not just his old depressed life, but his, like the trappings of all of his giddy money spending, rolling around in capitalism. I think he should have just started taking off his clothes, just started throwing all that safari gear in the water. And then it cuts to the scene afterwards and he's sitting there naked. And then (laughs) she's trying to have a conversation with him while he is bare ass eating sea bass. You mean like how we were trying to have like a a thoughtful conversation and you just interrupted with him just having to get naked? Well, I mean, you're talking about throwing off the the constraints of capitalism and his wild spending. I I saw, I saw. All of his clothing is of as a result, even his magic luggage. Was it Thoreau? One of the uh, transcendentalists would have been totally down with this. Oh, Thoreau. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go live in a shack forever. That's fun. I just, it's the fact, Jarf, that uh, I'm looking at second 14 it's the way he looks at the hat before throwing it. It's a contempt. Yeah, or he's like, this did not work. All it did was get me called Felix. I don't need to do this anymore. This is not the hat of a man named Joe. 
Or well, Joseph? And it's not just that, like, he takes it off. He literally chucks it into the Pacific Ocean this is a and watches of it. Someone sink. named Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does yes. chuck it. He he totally rejects it. He lets it sink. Someday, maybe a young Douchebag California fish. Jones will find it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? I, it, the, the problem is I keep thinking of uh, which Indiana Jones is it with Panama hat. Oh, the, the California the, raisins. Uh, in a, in a last, last crusade, crusade yeah. when they're in the water and the hat sinks and it's, it's, you know, hats sinking into the ocean, I feel like is always symbolism for something. Yeah. Symbols. Right. Well, it has one of the favorite, my favorite things about this movie and it's how comically fast everything sinks. <laughs> Anytime it touches water, it's like, I'm gone. It, like water, basically the ocean my eats weakness. the hat. <laughs> it's like oh yum a few years the later they made a complete rebuttal joke. to this movie and they called it hope floats oh, i'm gonna watch that movie now uh, i'm gonna blame you it's just as bad as you'd imagine oh i remember oh. <laughs> it would not be my first viewing uh hats sinking is this joe's last hat mm, yes i think it is the last hat of joe banks doesn't he do like a like a bernoose when he's stranded like Spoiler. No, he should, but he doesn't. Ugh, it's terrible hatsmanship. He has very bad sun protection regimens. Uh, regimens. It's. I'm so glad you've seen this movie, Liz. That's great. I. I just. I realized that I was like, he had his hat at his dead end job that he literally threw in a garbage can, and now he had his hat that he bought to be this crazy adventurer, and he throws it into the ocean, and he's just like, I'm not a hat guy. He makes bad millinery choices. He does. His haberdashery is off. Although, actually, I think he he would have been served well later in a couple minutes by keeping the hat because it would have provided some sun protection. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I just really hate sunburns. They're terrible. Liz, have you seen Hope Floats out of curiosity? Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah. Oh, such a good movie, right? Like, hey, I fell in love, but instead of getting a makeover, my grandma dies. <laughs> now that you bring up that he really could have used this hat later when he is on the luggage raft, I feel like he is making the wrong choice in a choose-your-own-adventure. Isn't this a symbolistic uh, sort of like thing where he's where, where it's about sometimes the choices you make in the spur of the moment aren't the best choices? While he may feel somewhat self-conscious about the hat, there's a reason people have them. And he gets rid of it out of a moment of like, oh, I should be wearing this hat. This is not me. But then later on when he actually needs it, he's like, kind of wish I hadn't gotten rid of that hat. No, he doesn't recognize it. He's too worried about taking care of Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. But- Stop calling me out, people. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist gets paid good money to tell me I shouldn't make choices on spur of the moment. Oh, nobody can tell me that. I'll tell you that for half the price, Tierney. Oh, good. What insurance do you take now? I, I like it. Is the Patricia going to last the rest of this movie? We think, even though Angelica, this is this is the last we see. We're w- literally waving goodbye to Angelica. Angelica. Oh yeah. Farewell, Angelica. <laughs> goodbye, Angelica. <laughs> do you think this is a prequel to City of Angels? Because her name's Angelica. She lives in Los Angeles. That's Ooh, it, George. I don't think we've you've, suggested that before. You've used up your last tangent. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just <laughs> came to my no mind. It's like, wow. How is that a tangent? Been shut down. Her name is Angelica. It's, it's completely I. related. Tangent no, time out. Germane I'm to with the conversation. You, oh, then you just yes. then you just sub in somebody with even less hair, and then you're good to go. 
I support this tangent timeout. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we weren't on a tangent timeout, what did you want to talk about then? (laughs) (laughs) Tyranny's turned against me. But I was going to say that I liked what you said about this hat being a part of him dressing up as an adventurer, because that's what I think is going through his mind when he tosses it away. That he he was he was cosplaying as adventure guy up until this point, but once that ship shoves off of the shore, then I think it's sinking in. This is really happening. No more dress up. It's not about the costume. I'm actually going to go to this island and jump in a volcano. So it's get rid of the silly hat and get down to business. Getting rural. If you really want to cosplay, you need an outfit with 14 belts on it. It's standard. Only if you're cosplaying as Cyclops from the 90s X-Men comics. Or Final Fantasy character. I'm sure there are many characters with at least that many belts. At least. The only time I cosplayed was as Leia from Hoth. And I just spent like two two hours perfecting my little like hand gesture when she says good luck. (laughs) Didn't have to do it, but I felt it was important to know how it came up. Do you want to hear a fun fact about where they filmed this? Sure. You betcha. So, Tierney, you were talking about this being the, just the most fakest set of all sets. It's just a real contrast between the first part of this minute and the end of this minute. Yes. And I honestly don't have the discerning eye to, to tease out second by second what is what. But I, I do know from the aforementioned press kit that two... Huge historic sound stages were the primary workspaces for the making of Joe versus the volcano. And one of them, and I don't know if we get some of that in this minute or if it's later when it's stormy at sea spoilers, but one of them featured a tank holding more than 600,000 gallons of water. And it had a full size replica of this Tweedledee, the Spike Africa, and it was also used uh, to shoot the Marlon Brando installment of Mutiny on the Bounty. Because he didn't want to go out on the actual water? Yeah, I thought he, he was so methed, yeah. you would think. Yeah, it's it, like, it, it, yeah, like put me at sea so that I might die. I guess it depends. When when in his career was Mutiny on the Bounty? Maybe it, he didn't know how to swim, the and it was just as much of a risk. You can, still, you can drown in a teaspoon of water, Tierney. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's risking life and limb to film it. Or maybe it was just like a technological thing they couldn't get around. Obviously, it's always going to be easier to film in a tank than out on the ocean. Ask Steven Spielberg. I mean, given back how then, much fun they probably it is had to enough, film on the ocean. There was probably <laughs> enough warrants out on various crew members where they couldn't leave the country. So they's like, yeah, let's, uh, let's do this in a tank. Sure, people buy it. People are stupid. Are you talking about mutiny on the bounty or Joe versus a volcano? Bounty. Okay. Everyone who did uh, Joe versus the Volcano is pristine and amazing. They're all America's sweethearts. Every last one of them, apparently. Yeah. If we ever learn anything that we hate to learn about Tom Hanks, I, I really do have to quit everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. A lot of jumping into volcanoes that week. I think the worst thing about Tom Hanks probably is that he's on Team Valor. But the fact that we know that. <laughs> Hollywood's dad boy Tom Hanks will not be denied. <laughs> 
Sorry, I just got thinking someone gave us a little uh, desk figurine and you press the trolley down and Mr. Rogers, like, it's basically a little bust and it dispenses advice from Mr. Rogers. Oh, that sounds amazing. it just made me think about how much I need to watch the Mr. Rogers. Anyway, long story short, everything's wonderful. Yay, we're on a boat. Go sweaters. We're on a boat. (laughs) Go sweaters. That sounds amazing and it sounds like it would save me a fortune in therapy. (laughs) Do you know who Mr. Rogers' favorite band was? No. The Cardigans. (laughs) I can hear you all trying your best not to react to that, but you so wanna. I hope someone does Romeo and Juliet minute by minute. I'm gonna, I could probably start it and finish it before any way to do minute comes out. Shut up. You're not (laughs) supposed to say that. You're on my team. Apparently not today. The teams are breaking up. This has been a very divisive minute. Yes. Did anyone have anything else to say about this minute before we go record our podcasting version of the rumors album um, well Tierney, you mentioned the tweedledum do we we don't ever i know that there is a deleted scene with oh no the she says it tweedledum. yeah she says it there was a deleted scene at some point in this film where you saw the tweedledum but it did not make it to the final cut oh so she mentions that the tweedledum exists okay so that makes me feel okay with it being named the tweedledee yeah she doesn't leave us hanging she explains it's later when uh, she's explaining about getting the boat. Anyway, anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Liz, were you about to say something? Sorry. No. Mm-mm. I don't need to. It was going to be real dumb. <laughs> it was going to be Tweedledum? <laughs> it was going to be pretty Tweedledum. Sorry. I don't know why, but Siri just chastised me for saying something about dumb. You'll have that on the audio. Because oh, Siri on... has turned against you. Siri's she's on my least. side. <sighs> Siri's team Liz. I think we should all be on the same team on Friday. <laughs> Do we think we can make it happen? I'll try and get it together. <laughs> so this time Tierney is the peacemaker. I mean, we all have to look into our hearts over the next couple of days. We'll give it a shot. All right. I'm in. That's all we can ask. Sharf, do we have anything else for this episode? So have we come up with any Wednesday wisdom today? Uh... I think our Wednesday wisdom is to be true to yourself and kind to your friends. Do as we say, not as we do. Or not as Joe does either. Well, he does throw away the hat. I don't think he's quite there yet on his journey of self-discovery. He litters. (laughs) Yeah. He litters in the ocean and he regrets his choices. You might need that hat later. You might need it. Can I do a plug for not even a podcast, let alone a podcast of my own? I'll do a plug for the Surfrider Foundation which does a lot of ecological works and in this area too, where he throws the hat. So someone on beach cleanup would probably have found that and be like, <sighs> fun fact, the Surfrider Foundation was founded because of an extraneous amount of hats in the Bay Area. <laughs> we're full of fun facts today. No heart hats were harmed in the making of this movie. Except that one, because that hat was a dick. That was a stunt hat. <laughs> and it got hurt in the shot. So you had to use that one shot. Just, that's how they do it. So that's going to be our version of Wednesday Wisdom. You get what you pay for, listeners. Didn't we start this minute talk or this episode talking about Lizzo? She has enough wisdom for all of us. We don't need to add. <laughs> that's true. Follow Lizzo. Hashtag Wednesday Wisdom. Where to now, Tierney? Away from I can't do it. Away from the things of man, of course. Away from the things of man. 